All right. Okay, here we go. You're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics, episode 169. He was nearly died when he returned to the town where he'd come from. Brown bag and it's a night behind some tavern. Somebody wrecked his life, and I'll bet you it was his darling. Somebody wrecked his life, and I'll bet you it was his darling. So we drank like the river when the wedding bells rang. Episode of the year in the eleven o'clock. That's that's my prediction that's, yeah. right here. Well, let's, let's, let's stop uh, torturing him with the uh, with the country intro and uh, and get this uh, bizarro world episode of eleven o'clock comics introduced. Hey there, folks. I am Christopher Neesman standing in for our usual uh, hostess with the mostest, Mr. Vince B. He is on vacation, so I'm handling the, uh, the host duties for the evening. And, uh, also our, uh, our other compatriot, it's David, we're just, we're, we're like, we are the motorcycle of 11 o'clock comics. Seriously. Right? We're two yeah, wheels down. I'm both, yeah. I'm not, I'm not no sidecar, but yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, I'm David Price and it's, it's, yeah, we're woodless and, uh, and you know, this will, this will make people yearn. For Vince and Jason, this is going to um, make sure that uh, they, they see either either good night, sweetie. Either they uh, oh oh either they, just went, oh. <laughs> either either they they get this or we all go on vacation for a week. No, so, we, we make we make Vince and Jason come back and do their own episode, just the two of them. Oh, I could. Be, I would listen to that. Oh, absolutely. Well, before we get too deep in here, I need to remind everyone that this episode of 11 O'Clock Comics is brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service. That's right. It is DCBService.com. It is the best place on the interwebs to uh, pre-order and order your comic books at uh, greatly discounted rates. You just go to DCBService.com and fill out the order form, and they will... Deliver those comics to you, as Vince would say, by uh, a uniformed custodian of the United States Postal Service at uh, at your discretion, whether it be weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly, and uh, you save anywhere from 35 to 75% on your comics. And this month, uh, this is the big one for the DC relaunch. You can uh, order, this is, uh, I believe, exclusive to DCBS. You can get all 52 new titles from DC at 50% off. And uh, you do the quick math, and that uh, makes that just, like about, 70, just about $79.74. And, yeah. and, uh, and so you can, uh, you can sample every one of the new DC titles for, uh, for less than $80. Bucks. Um, but one thing that 
that I've kind of become aware of is that, you know, everyone knows it's going to be a big month for DC. But there's a lot of other good stuff out there, and uh, including some uh, some stuff by some dear friends of ours, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Dennis Hopeless and Kevin Mellon yes. have a new original graphic novel from Image coming out called Love Struck. Yep. And I definitely want people to uh, to check that out. Uh, the uh, the MSRP on that is sixteen ninety nine. I'm sure it is much much cheaper than that through DCBS. There's also a comic from a good buddy of ours, Mr. Brent Schoonover. He has uh, an original graphic novel coming out from Arkea. It is called Mr. Murder is Dead, and uh, and I want everyone to check that one out as well. So head on over to dcbservice.com, and if you are a first-time customer uh, of theirs, you can use the promo code, what, David? EOC8. That's right, and that will give you an extra 8% off of your initial order. And you say 8%? That doesn't sound like a whole heck of a lot. But think that you're already getting in between 35 and 75% off. Like all those DC books, they're not just 50% off now. They're 58% off. That's awesome. That is. Yeah. So check them out, dcbservice.com. Yes. All right. I... Mr. Price, you said you were going to ah. dazzle me with your, uh, with your drink tonight. <laughs> Oh damn! All right. Well, um, no. This is this is just in honor of you. I I, I save the wine for Vince because I know he loves it when I drink wine. <laughs> he loves uh, it. He does. Uh, he does. I uh, I figured I'll uh, I'll take uh, Mr. Jim Beam out of the cabinet tonight. Nice. nice. So nice. yeah. So I'm, I like I'm it already. Ha- having a lot of uh, a lot of Jim Beam and just kind of swinging it up a little bit with some uh, with some cream soda. Ooh, oh, a little beam and cream soda. Yeah, I yeah, like it's pretty. That. It's 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 tasty. I figured very you know, southern of you. It'll uh, it'll loosen <laughs> my tongue up a little bit, maybe since since uh, since I can't really play the the silent Jew this week. So I know, I know. Well, uh, it's no yeah no 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 persecuted silent Jew for for David. Right. Well, hey, I tell you, you know, we did uh, we did come up with a new segment for this week. Hmm. Oh, oh! Well, yes. I, I gotta tell you. Oh, I'm drinking yes. spotted, spotted cow uh, from uh, from New Glarus, which okay. uh, we talked about my uh, my Wisconsin trip last week. So great session ale. But uh, yeah, we have uh, we have a new segment to uh, to the show this week, and I figure we should uh, we should jump right right in. Are you ready? <laughs> because because uh, it's called Ass Dap. Oh God. So we, we figured this would be a great way to uh, to get uh, uh, David talking, which, like you said, you're usually the uh, the least talkative of the four of us blowhards, and I thought this was a great opportunity for us to hear a little bit more about you and your your comic <laughs> fandom. So we opened it up to the forum today, and uh, the the first question: Are you ready, David? I am ready. First question comes from uh, Travis, uh, Night Nurse, on the forum. And he says, Dear Dap, what was your first con experience? Oh, man. Uh, there's there's, uh, there's pre-podcasting con experiences, which are very few. And there are post-podcasting con experiences. And I do remember walking around... Um, one of the creation convention in New York City years ago, across the street from Madison Square Garden, the Pennsylvania Hotel, uh, is where um, it's where I believe I uh, I saw. I didn't know at the time, but but I, I believe in in the uh, an artist alley. We'll say I, I believe John Byrne was there. Uh, Walt wow. Simonson. I picked up two. 
uh, pretty much pre-printed headshots of um, really nice-looking headshots. One of Scott Summers, and um, and one of I believe it was uh, Logan. And when I showed it to another artist who I, I can't remember the I didn't remember the artist who did the print, and I don't remember the artist who called him out on it because basically the reason I bought those prints were because they looked like Paul Smith did them and basically he was basically I'm guessing he was like the Rob Granito of, of his day it, <laughs> it was just and and so I was just like damn I mean I Paul Smith is is one of my favorite X-Men artists and, and he's yeah. my version of, of of Cyclops so I mean I was I definitely gravitated towards that so I remember that convention um, but I, I think my most vivid memories and, and the ones that I had the most fun at would, would have to be um I'll say my first con experience would, would have to be Wizard World Chicago 2006. Yeah, that was a good one. That was, that was? Uh, that's, that's the one that spawned uh, Bullpen Bulletins. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's where we finally met face-to-face. Oh you finally met Vince. Yeah. Uh, I got to hang out with Sal. I still have my Evil Monkey Crew t-shirt in my dresser <laughs> drawer. I mean, it was, it was, it was great fun. I, I don't remember... I, well, I, I can't say I don't remember much about the convention, but Wait, was was that the year that Michael Turner passed away, or, or was that the following year? He passed away the following year because he okay. had a huge line. So did Liefeld, right. but yeah, he had a he was at Aspen's booth. Um, that was that was that was probably and I'm, I'm I'll go out and, and we, were, we we were surprised. We were glad to see him there because he had just had sick, another yeah. battle. Yeah, he just had another battle with cancer. So yeah, everybody was really happy to see that he did make it. Well, it. And, and I'll I'll go out on a limb and I'll say that that was the last great Wizard World Chicago. I mean that was the that was the one that I remember really fondly. That you know everyone it was great creators, great A list creators, and and everyone seemed to be having a, a really good time. And it seemed like that was still a major comic book convention on the circuit which you know we've talked about before you know that that show has has moved away from that it's a different kind of show it's much more into you know celebrity signing yeah and that yeah. kind of stuff now because it was it was the next year which once again felt like a really good show um but i i can almost trace it back to the minute that um the news that michael turner had passed away kind of hit the uh um the after party yeah out there at the at the hyatt and it's like that moment was kind of like it. That convention just never felt the same. After no, that. no, no, no. And it was, I mean, it, 2006 was such, I mean, it was, it was really, just, it was a perfect storm. Everything, what, the creators were great. The convention itself was great. I really can't bitch about wizard with that convention but i mean just all of us hanging out mm-hmm. we got to sit in the lobby oh, with, with somni finally made a paper bun, cut yeah. colin bunn michael Oliveri. i mean just i mean and 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 the bar afterwards and everybody just kind of ha- i mean it really it it felt it felt comfortable it, there weren't you know there weren't too many people acting up or rowdy the next year uh, Vince didn't make it that year. I didn't make it the following year. Things started to kind of, I guess, mm-hmm. it was. I mean, we all. Well, Vince want doesn't to- like to come to Chicago and visit me anymore. Anymore? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's What's been a while. Uh, oh my god! Well, now we're gonna get all. He set. hates me. He hates me. He all, hates right. <laughs> all right. Next, next question. Um, and we and we'll. I tell you what. We'll we'll both go ahead and, and answer these. I just figured it was a good way to get us both talking. So. All right. Uh, so, Sir Dap, uh, what is your favorite? Comic adaptation of material from another medium. 
uh, gives throws out some uh, examples: Parker, Oz, Darkman, Space Ghost, uh, etc. Oh man, this is from Legion of Daves. Uh, yes, yes, Legion of Daves. Thank you, buddy. Uh, no problem. Um, <laughs> comic adaptation of material from. You know, I I have. There are two. Uh, there, there are two that immediately come to mind, and not because of the material so much that they adapted, but just because of of, um, of where I was when it was happening. I picked up the second issue of a two issue limited series of the Blade Runner adaptation. Nice. Uh, that's pretty much the first book I bought myself off the spinner rack in Massachusetts when my grandfather took me to the newsstand, uh, and it was it, it was hysterical because later. I finally saw Blade Runner, and it's and the second issue pretty much opens up with um, Joanna Cassidy running through the street in her uh, see-through raincoat. <laughs> nice, and of course they're not <laughs> showing that in a Marvel in, in, in a sixty-cent you know all ages Marvel comic, but um, you know, and and it was just it was weird seeing this rated R movie. Who drew you that? know, when I do that, that was that was mostly done by Al Williamson. Wow. Yeah. So I mean it was it was it was good stuff. And uh but also I think since uh since I bought all four issues when they were coming out would be the uh the Return of the Jedi four issue limited series that Marvel put out. Uh again by Al Williamson. Uh and the reason that kind of holds a special place for for me, even though it's Return of the Jedi, it's that uh they filmed the Starlight Pit scene. Uh Around or in Yuma, Arizona, which is where I lived at the time, and and oh, uh, I didn't know you lived in Arizona. Oh yeah, then. yeah, for three years. Oh. Uh, there, uh, so there were a couple of Friday nights in a row when my father found out that uh, that that they were filming the movie then, and and uh, at that time it was supposed to be it was originally going to be called Revenge of the Jedi. So so Dad was pulling oh, out. Yeah, but what, wasn't the uh, wasn't the uh, the working name of it Blue Harvest? I thought that was the first one. No, was it? The th- was no, it? I the think th- I oh, okay. Jedi. Okay. But yeah, they they did change the name. You're you're right. It was going to be Revenge of the Jedi. Yes. But then they realized Jedi's don't exact revenge. But uh, so so Dad would we would hop in the car and we would drive into the desert and and see if we could see where they're filming. We never could. It's a good way to die, David. But yes, I, well, that's my father. <laughs> I didn't say you, you just don't you don't just drive into the desert. It was Yuma, Arizona. It's all desert. You could you could literally take three steps through Yuma, Arizona and not even know you were in a different town. It, it's such a small the it's claim to fame was an army base. That that's it. That's all it's got going for it. But um well, no, I think I think those are so cuz those go back Ways. I mean, the, the, those are from the '80s. I mean, I, I could say, sure. I mean, he threw out Parker. I could, I could say that. I could say, um, I could say any of the uh, the Star Trek adaptations that DC put out. I mean, there, there are. It's, it's weird. There are times where sometimes it, it's. I still haven't seen Watchmen, and that's I think mostly because um, I don't need to see that come to life. Yeah. There's something you don't want the, the streams to cross. You know. It's you know if if it works in one medium it doesn't mean it will work in every other medium or another medium. There's some things that are just fine the way they are. I agree. I agree. Um, for me to answer the question, I, everyone knows how much I've loved the uh, Twenty Eight Days Later. Ah uh, yes, uh, recent and, and and honestly, it, it's one of the best that uh, um, that I've read. You know, from from going from from movies and continuing uh, a story, but. Um, Another one that that and I'm staying recent here got off to a great start, kind of petered out uh, at the end. But we'll see what they do with the uh, with the next season. I thought Buffy season eight 
had its had its high points. Oh, very cool. And, okay, uh, that I enjoyed. I enjoyed quite a bit. Um, but uh, you know, what are some of the you mentioned Star Wars. You know, you'd Shaken doing the uh, uh, wasn't it Shaken that that drew the original Star Wars miniseries he, he did yeah well yeah he he drew the uh the early issues you even had carmen infantino come oh, in for a spell right. yeah. um you had uh you had ron friends towards uh around issue 100 or so when uh when empire was coming out they, you had some great artists on um, oh my one of on, my favorite covers was uh michael golden uh star wars covers darth vader oh no the um uh leah and luke uh like issue, God, I'm gonna I'm gonna totally miss the issue, but it was, um, uh, yeah, just this great, great Michael Golden cover with those awesome. with those two, yeah, good stuff. All right, next one. Well, I can tell Vernson right now. No, I did not. Yeah, yeah. Well, there, here's uh, Harry Moyer who uh, asks if it it's okay if <laughs> if he buys dap dat ass dot com. So uh, Harry, just send him a DM. We'll. <laughs> take care of that one. Also, why does Chris always sound like he's in a bad mood when he <sighs> thinks sitting around talking with his buddies about stuff he likes would cheer him up? Well, since he asked you, I'll let you in. Uh, this is Chris. In, <laughs> it, it cheered up. He is not. He, he's he's only. You in should a bad hear me when I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> Seriously, he's only in a bad mood when when uh, when the sales numbers come out and uh, <laughs> and and when. Uh, when good books are canceled, so I mean, yeah, I guess that means he would be in a bad mood often. But no, he's 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 really not. I um, yeah, I, I've actually w- was talking with someone about this last week at uh, at Challengers, um, their event, which I want to talk about a little bit later. But uh, a lot of the times, I just like being a contrarian. I think that people on a yes, team, yes. I, in person, I'm much uh, chippier. I guess um, I hope, um, but. On shows where you, where you're talking about and dissecting stuff, it's pretty boring if everyone agrees and if everyone oh absolutely is, is very you know just like blah 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 everything's nice. I, I think there is um, uh, a little bit to be gained if if you have some friction on a show. Even you know it's like a lot of the times I may not even be that riled up about something, but it just I, I think it adds to the discussion if you if yeah. you put a little sand in between people. Absolutely. Absolutely no, 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 no uh no no doubt about that. I mean I, I know um we all like to bring up the fact that yes that I, I, I host a, a Marvel centric podcast and, and therefore I must hate every other publisher, especially D C and that couldn't be further from the truth. But whenever you know I love I, I kind of just love poking poking the bear a little bit yep. just you know yeah i mean it's 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 oh I, I i love this book this was the best thing ever and 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 then you know and it's like well this is maybe this is why it wasn't the best thing ever and i mean it's i just i don't want to i don't want to go through life with blinders on nothing nothing is always that perfect so if if uh plus it's when when someone does come at you with a with with, with with a contradiction you can, or contrary opinion, you can, you know, it might just give you pause to think about something for a little bit. So yeah. it's, it's always good to, um, to, to get, now I want to ask you a question before oh, we okay, uh, go sure. through all this. Uh, of course you, you heard because I saw you tweet about it last week. That first comics is coming back. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was, uh, um, well, it set the scene for you. Uh, I was at, I was at challengers on Friday. They had uh, another amazing event. They had Stuart Immelman 
in for um, for a night uh, for his gallery opening and signing and uh, and sketching, uh, which was awesome. But you know, First Comics was based here in Chicago, and right. a lot of the people that worked at First Comics still live here. They still work in comics. They still know each other, and. When Challengers has these events, you know it's a great you know a great sign that it's a that it's a, a top notch event is whenever comic book creators just kind of come there to hang out and spend time with each other and everyone else. And there were you know, it, on Friday it was it was Paul Mounts and Jill Thompson and Tony Akins and Norton and huh. you know Kyle Bice and um, I'm going to forget people, but you know Ryan Brown. Uh, Jeffrey Brown was there. It was this just awesome group of creators. And and I was talking to Paul. I said, did you hear about First? He's like, yeah, what's that about? <laughs> so it's made a bunch of the Chicago creators that, that were involved with First the first time around, I think were really blindsided by it. But uh, then I heard that Alex Wald is going to be the art director again. Ah, and and Alex was the art director back in the day, and is a fantastic artist in his own right. But my 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 first obvious question is where are they going to be located at? Because of course, um, it's it's Larry. Uh, what's Larry's last name? Uh, is it uh, Larry Young? Larry Young from AIT Planet War. Planet yes. Larry. Well, he was the owner of First Comics, and and so he's a, a big part of bringing it back. But he's out in San Diego, right? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Cal- he is. He's a Californian. So I, I somehow I don't think that he's going to move back here to Chicago. So in my very jaded um, Homer opinion, if it's not in Chicago, it's not First Comics. <laughs> uh, according to um, – there's a uh, – when we – wait. Oh, no, no. All right. I was thinking of Eclipse for a second. Uh, it does say that the founders are – Ken Levine and, and Mike Gold. Um, and I remember Mike Gold. I remember seeing his name in the credits in First Comics. I, I Even though it, it, it's funny, one, one thing a lot of uh, DC versus Marvel arguments will be, you know, whether or not uh, locations. And, 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 you know, well, everybody's in New York City. In the Marvel Universe, and and well, at least it's a real city, you know. And and I never, but I knew that Marvel and DC Comics were were created mm-hmm. in in the city in in New York, and and I never really, I never paid attention to where other uh, other publishers were. I, I, you like, know, obviously, I, they were in New York. That's where all the so, that's where they all should be. So, I mean, it's really cool to hear that. You know, first is in. I mean, I know Dark Horse is is in Seattle or Oregon. Um, yeah. You know, so where it rains. So I, I just, it's it's neat that um, own owning. Yeah. You get, well, you've got you know you've got all these companies on the West Coast now. I mean, yes. you think about you know, okay, I've got my Chicago hat on right now. You think about ind- independent comics in the nineteen eighties. And Chicago was a freaking hotbed. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? Because I know, see, and that's and and I don't want to get into technique and 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 uh, and professionalism or, or things like that. I know that when I was reading comics, when I started to read comics, it was it it was slowly getting away from, but it was still sort of that. Um, you got to show up to work. You got to go. To the bullpen 
and get those pages done and write that story and 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 draw those pages in at at Marvel Comics in in the city and you know obviously you have creators from all over the country you know I I didn't know where Mike Barron lived I didn't know you know where or Mike Grell or Tim Truman lived. So, I mean, you know, if, if, if they had to go to work, I mean, they, they didn't, I'm sure, but if they had to show up at, at the office, then, yeah, you would have to have other publishers in other parts of the country. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you look, you know, you had First and Now and Kamiko. We're yes. all, we're all you're within a few blocks of each other here. And you think about the comics that, that came out of those companies. I mean, First, we're talking about First right now. So, I mean, that's what, Nexus, Badger, yes. Jack, yeah. uh, uh-huh. uh, American Flag. Uh, it, I mean, eventually, Dreadstar. Yeah, Dreadstar. I mean, it's it's some of literally some of the best comics of E Man. I remember E Man because that's, that's about the only property I think they still have. Well, well, that and and, uh, and apparently at San Diego, you will have uh, Nick Cootie and uh, and Joe Staten at. At the panel, uh, at the announcement, and I'm sure that yeah. See, th- this is where I I don't know how. I mean, obviously, I want to see it succeed. I don't want to see anything fail. But I don't know if um, I don't know if, it, if if we can. People might think, can we really call it first comics if you don't have? I mean, IDW right now is putting out the omnibuses of of uh, of Grimjack. They have John Sable Freelance that that, oh, that they're putting, putting out collections on. Right. And, so yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's weird. I mean, can you can you be first comics without those properties that pretty much made first comics? And um, and if not, then I mean, yeah, it's. We're gonna find out, and it's it's like it's. I mean, they first folded in like early '92, so I mean, we've mm-hmm. we we can pretty much start over. It's it's a blank slate. I mean, if, for anybody who hasn't been reading comics that long or doesn't go through the, the people that remember that don't matter anymore. Basically. I don't think so, right? Yeah, because well, yeah, it's, it it might be it might just be the creators, and if if you they want, you know what I would flip out for though, if Willingham got the rights back to Elementals. I, oh, I, I think I, I, yeah, that would be that would be big ruins. But I, but again, I don't know if if after fables and everything else has been doing, I don't know if that's if it. it, it I mean, it, it could be it could be like John Byrne, the next man, where it's like, hey, this is still pretty cool, mm-hmm. or or not. And I, I just I don't want. I think I think in this day and age, well, at least with us, I mean, yeah, it'd be cool for someone new to find elementals, but um, such a good. It, Good it's series. It, it's just I think too many of us that are going to see it and just be like, "This isn't the, this isn't the elementals that I remember reading." And and, <laughs> and I mean, and then this isn't my elementals. And and that's the thing. It's I mean, elementals was was published by Comico, so mm-hmm. he, I mean, it, it'd be cool if he got the the rights and it ended up going to a different publisher altogether and things like that. I mean, that, those are little. Oh, Comico's not doing much these days. Oh, exactly. So it's <laughs> not. Um, you know, I mean, it'd just be it'd be cool to have that little trivia note. You know, how many how many publishers was Elementals run under? So, but uh, I'd love uh, to see a Justice Machine would be awesome. See, that would be awesome because yeah. I don't think Mike Kostovich is is doing well. I don't think he's doing much in comics these days. I'm sure he's he's busy doing other things. I mean, we can. Yeah, Kamiko uh, put out some awesome shit. Oh yeah. Yes. So, mage, oops, yeah, mage. That's where Grendel started, right? That's where Grendel started, yeah, and 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 ended because uh, it. Um, Dark Horse has since published, reprinted, republished 
all those uh, 60 issues, more or less, and uh, and then uh, Wagner has gone back and and I mean, there's there's been the the anthology miniseries of uh, Red, White, and Black, and 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 Black, White, and Red, and then there's a um, there was a Grendel uh, miniseries put out a couple of years ago. So I mean, yeah, the it's still out there. There hasn't been. I don't think you're going to see much past. Um, uh, Grendel Prime, but as far as earlier Grendel stories, I, I, I'm sure Wagner can still have. Hey, Fred, the, are we ever going to see the end of Mage, the conclusion? I believe we are. You think so? Think I it'll do. Happen? Yes, I do. I do. Okay, I hope so. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, you want to? Uh, you want to take uh, a phone call? Let's take a phone call. Hola, eleven o'clockers. It's Haas. The phone say, "Hey, it's been a while." I'm so glad, Wood, that you are digging the Legion Law stuff. It's probably one of my favorite Legion stories of all time. You must pick up Legionnaires, Legion Worlds, and Legion, Legion Found series. This is going to be really tough for you to check that out. You know how those issues run. But they're worth a read, and they're really fun. On the Legion, Legionnaire series, you got Chris Batista, the clone schoolboy joined them. It's awesome. So uh, pick it up. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Also, if you love the DNA, pick up a short-lived series from DC called Eye Candy that they co-wrote. It's awesome stuff. It's amazing. I don't know how many times I could say awesome in one sentence, but I'm going to stop because then I'll sound like I'm from the 80s. All right, 11 o'clock. This is Haas. I am out. All right. There. A voicemail. But I have no idea what they said, but I'm sure it was interesting. Of course it was. They called our show. Exactly. Exactly. Thanks. And uh, what's the hotline number? 206-312-5239. There you go. If you want to call in and uh, make your thoughts and opinions known, just keep it brief. Short. <laughs> well, we don't want to, we don't want to say Short. keep it, keep Short. it uh, coherent. Cause... Short and sweet. Short and sweet. You know, uh, during, during the phone call, I, uh, I went out uh, to the living room. Marta was having a little dinner, and uh, and I was going to talk to her for a second. She's like, you know, she gave me this whole talk to the hand because Warehouse 13 is on. Oh, that's right, it came back. Yes, I know. I'm, I'm, I don't know quite what to think about this because my wife, not a big sci-fi fan, very, oh. very excited that she's digging the Warehouse 13. That is very cool. It is, uh, it is an enjoyable little show. I yeah. Like it. Well, um, I will. I, I mean, speaking of sci-fi, I was I was very, very pleased to know that. Um, and and we were still talking about it the day after we we finally. Uh, the shout out to Gabriel Hardman. We finally saw Inception. Oh, finally! Finally, and uh, and you, because did you see like um, like Titanic after that? Or? I no, see, smart ass. No, see we. Um, we're, we're we're on this thing right now where uh, we you only we're watch, like we only watch films like three years after they come out. Well, yeah, because this way all the spoilers we we kind of forgot about those. No, <laughs> we we just I, I used to buy DVDs of movies I wanted to keep. Didn't mean I was going to see them often. Just I That's wanted true. to keep them. So um, we we have a subscription to Netflix. We might as well use it. And and sadly. Um, because for whatever reason, whatever bonehead reason the studios have, they want to uh, make sure their movies come out the blockbuster first of all places. Because you know why not follow that? Stick with that dime model. They oh, they'd yeah. rather they'd rather put them out in blockbuster and then like Netflix and and um, and and the other streamers they they get it weeks later. So it it finally came out to Netflix. I think like at the beginning of the year. But then we had um, 
but then it was a wait and things like that. So I just kept putting other movies. We, we, we saw Megamind. We saw some animated features, things like that. So this finally came. We watched it. Uh, I'm going to buy it because I need to see it again. Yeah, it was very complicated. But, it, but it, no, not really. Because even Renee's like, there were people at work telling her that they were like, oh, I, I was so confused. I didn't know what the, where the plane come from. It's like, what do you mean? They were on the plane. It's like, how could you not follow it? Seriously. I mean, and, and these are people that like are in the payroll department and things like that. It's like, wait, so I should well, trust like, with my paycheck. But yeah, so it's just, it's it's, it, but no, it was it was a fantastic movie. Um, so I always, I, I always, you know, my, my my heart grows three times larger whenever you know she she sees something sci-fi or or geeky and uh, and she likes it. But that that was really good. I did see before we got together tonight. I did see uh, last night's Falling Skies. Oh, what which one? The 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 current week? Yes. Yeah, it's um, yeah. They're kind of uh, not screwing around with killing people off. No, no, especially when... Uh, Hello, I mean, I, well-named I, actor, I, you're dead. I knew it was coming, I just didn't think it was coming this soon, because he's yeah. been acting awfully pretty, so... Just it was it was inevitable. I was I was really surprised it ha- and and kind of just happened like that. I mean, it's not like it was it was this big. Someone walked in and blows him away or something. It was like he, we we see him instigating something, and then next thing you know, he's being like you know strangled and and I'm boom. And it's it was just. It was just like matter of fact, and uh, and it, it by the time I got to the end, it it uh, the end of the episode, it it definitely had a nice feeling of uh, this is the end of the first arc. You know, I I did not watch the yeah. tease for next week. I don't know what's coming. I don't know if if anything that was uh, do, anything. Do you know ha- how many episodes this first season is going to run? I mean, it's definitely a, a summer. Time. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking at least ten or thirteen because we we just had the fifth. Okay, well, God, it's already been the fifth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like what they're doing as far as um, you know the the um, the skitters and yeah. and kind of expanding on what they are a little bit. It was yeah, uh, that was that how, was kind how, of freaky. Ma- in the how, yeah, how maternal they are. Yes. Yes. And uh, so yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely stuff there that you don't know what is going on. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to find yes. out. Uh, you want to take a couple more questions here? Sure. Who's All next? Right. Um, the dead cow aroma is uh, being um, a little dead cow aroma being a little a uh, little odd and uh, that's not unusual. A little uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. So uh, backwards, Dave is being uh, is being complicated. But uh, the uh, the end of his question is what he was really trying to get to. Yes. Um, what indie artist and writers would you love to see doing mainstream work, and what creators would you like uh, to see stay indie this is uh, i know we we can get into these arguments in air quotes with vince where where he says you know um where he'll tell a creator not to give away your ideas don't you know why 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 would why would grant morrison do all this for all-star superman or for batman if if you know he's just giving it away and it's i i don't want i just want the creators to do what they want to do and that's and that might just and that may sound like a cop-out answer but i don't want to if i said yeah i don't want to see matt wagner do anything other than mage and grendel then i would have really missed out on some pretty four kick-ass issues of a demon miniseries yeah uh i can't i can't say i want anybody to stay indie um because i or mainstream and and i think you know obviously if if you have 
characters you want to bring to life that are your babies, then by all means, put them out there. Whether it fails or succeeds, put them out there. If you have, if you have that Spider-Man story you want to tell, or that that Hulk story you want to tell, then by all means, pitch it. If it and and that's great. I think everybody. I don't want to say everybody. I think most creators have that that story that they want to tell for that that character. I mean, you don't. You may not have to. You don't have to sign on to the book for for five years and have a great five year run. If if you have, I mean, you know, then it can be an, an OGN or or, or miniseries something like that. But I mean, if, if you have, if you, if you want to tell your Nightwing story, then you know, th- th- then go for it. I don't. I and and. It, any indie artists or writers that I love to see work for Marvel and DC, I mean, it's it's kind of happening. We've had we, we have Kevin Mellon drawing Marvel, um, and and then we have Dennis, Dennis Hopeless, Hopeless, and, yeah. and he's, he's he's got the Legion of uh, Legion of Monsters coming out in October with with fantastic art by Wando. Uh, well, I mean, I only saw the cover, but I'm I'm guessing because it's Wando, it's going to be fantastic art. Same thing with. Um, Frank Avia, he he he's he's got Black Panther, he's got Detective Comics, he's he's uh, he's he's doing mainstream work. I um, I just I I really don't have an answer. I can't name any creator because well, I you I, know I I think the question is you know you basically I think the way to look at it is what are your favorite independent creators and would you like them to work on your favorite mainstream characters. And, you know, it's like, would I like to see a Mike Mignola Spider-Man story? Or uh, would I like to see a, I don't know. A, An Abe Sapien story. Yeah. yeah um, you know, would I like to see, you know, a Ben Temple Smith doing Batman? You know, of course I would. Uh, but... But not if it means taking him away from. I, I would rather see more Hellboy, and I would you right know, is is what it comes down to. But no, it, you know, in a perfect world, I'd love those guys to be chained to desk and working twenty hours a day, and absolutely, you know, you know dancing for me. That's you know? hey, here's my money. Yes, yes. <laughs> Vacation? What? <laughs> so no, it's uh yeah. I, I of course there are lots of creators we'd like to see working uh, at, at Marvel and DC and on their own stuff. So, yes. Um, well, here's speaking of awesome Marvel stuff. Uh, this one comes from Whirlwind X. Yes. Dap on the coolometer of awesomeness. How awesome is Christopher Priest Black Panther? Oh, there are there are no words. I can't. I can't. It's, they, go, they go spinal tap on that one and turn it up to a level. seriously. Um, and it's funny the way you said coolometer because i i used to marvel used to have a little um have a meter at the bullpen bulletins page in the 90s and and i once said coolometer and my friend mocked me mercilessly because he was like it's coolometer i'm like but it's no, it's got not. the hyphens that's what i said it's got the hyphens he goes you don't say thermometer i said well it doesn't have the hyphens and thermometer but in any case um your friend was wrong i know i know it's, it's so sad retarded. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Thank you, Kevin, who uh, co-hosts the uh, Marvel previews uh, episodes on Marvel Noise with, with oh. Mr. Spraker. Um It is. It. It really is. It's. Yeah. Like. Like. Like Chris said. It. 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 It bursts the mercury. You can't. It, you can't contain it. You can only hope to read it. It's. It's May just have been the greatest thing that company's ever published. <laughs> or get carried away, dude. But it's. Um, it's. It's pretty. It's pretty. It really. It's. it's pretty, if you awesome. read it, I mean, he. He wrote. All but two issues of of the sixty two issue run, and um, wow, he did that much. He did. He did. It was all his except for the two issues that Jay Torres 
wrote. Um, and Jay's awesome. Yeah, and it, it was. It was. It was a nice. Um, I don't want to say breather or a break, but it was the you had you had an end with with, with the Chala's story, and then you had those two issues, and then you were introduced to Casper Cole, and you had the new Black Panther, and um, and that's kind of where the the story continued and ended. Um, but it was, I mean, those those first couple of years, it it's outstanding. It's it's just, I mean, the first two trades are. Yeah, and that's the thing. We, we have to be very careful to say trades or to say collections because there there have only been two, and I believe they are both out of print. Uh, I I I won the whole run from uh, from an eBay auction years ago, um, and it's uh, going on maybe maybe eight years now. And 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 I won it, and and I read it, and actually it was like I've mentioned in the past after that when I would finish my. Uh, my schoolwork for the week when I was when I was going for uh, for my bachelor's when I was I was done doing everything I got to reward myself by reading some comics and and yeah and and the priest Black Panther was uh, was something I I had to make sure I finished my schoolwork because I was dying to uh, to read some more of that but I mean it, well, you, well you're a huge priest fan anyway yeah big time and and it's 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 a pretty much it's pretty self contained mm-hmm. uh, there isn't a lot of um, you know there aren't too many crossovers going on while, while this is happening. You know, the one gimmick was the enough said issue, which was when Marvel went silent for that whole month. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, everything was, uh, was, you know, Priest was pretty much free to, to, to do what he wanted to do. And, and that may have been because uh, it was originally part of the Marvel Knights launch. Yeah. So, so, so Joe and Jimmy, Quesada and, and Palmiati, pretty much told him he could do whatever he wants. I guess they weren't going to bother him. And, and it was it was a little it was so, you get a little blue sometimes and yeah it just uh, kind of went out there on the on the edge a little bit yeah um, but you know very there are so many comics uh, to try and keep up with and and try and read and and you know I, I constantly am trying to get my my you know regine pile is it, is it regine regina regina regine regine uh, yeah. regina uh, pile uh, read down, so it's very rare that I'll go back and reread things. But the, right. black, the the first twelve issues of Black Panther or something, I'll catch myself about once a year going back and rereading, just because it's so damn fun. It is. It is. It's. It's just. It's. It's great stuff. If if you can, um, if you can find it on eBay, by all means, bid on it. Um, seriously, and even if you don't like it, I guarantee you there is someone out there who will take it off your hands. Yep. Um, Especially because it's, it's print now. And it's out of print, and, and it's just, it's one of those, I mean, we've talked about, you know, you can say, I know we get into it with, um, you know, DC has their evergreen titles, and, and Marvel really doesn't have anything that, that they could put on the shelf and it'll keep selling. They don't have anything really to compete with Watchmen or The Dark Knight Returns, yeah, but um, I would say Marvel's, I would say maybe Planet Hulk from from recent, but, um, you know... It, this is this is a run that I think most <laughs> that most um, that most comic fans should read because even you don't need to know anything about you don't need to know that you know he first appeared in the Fantastic Four or that his father fought with Captain America or anything like that you just it just 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 take it and run and, and he's a he's a superhero king of an African nation and he has like awesome technology he's and, he's Marvel's Batman yeah he is Marvel's Batman. Exactly. Yep. All right. Illusion uh, 21 is just trying to uh, stir shit up. <laughs> so, Dear Daft, Deep Dish, or New York style. We both know where we each stand on that yep. one. Exactly. So let's just, 
let's just move on. Nothing to see here, folks. Uh, next from uh, Dodonuki, which you know where uh, Dodonuki's screen name came from? Oh, um, I want to say yes. I, not Lone Wolf and Cub. Yep. yep. Ah, I believe I believe that is the uh, the sword that uh, that the Lone Wolf. Oh, bitchin'. That's cool. Dodonuki sword. Uh, dear King Deputy Dap. Uh, preferred. Worse. I like this question. Uh, this is this is really fanboyish. Uh, preferred Wolverine costumes? Question mark. Yellow, blue, black, uh, brown tone, or post Brian Singer X badge? Uh, there is only one, and that is that is the brown cololored costume. That that's I don't. It's not the the, the yellow and, and shoes blue. On, huh? Even with the Paul Smith issues, with the uh, with um, with the Wolverine miniseries by by, by Miller and and Rubenstein with Claremont, it's it's uh, that's that's the Wolverine costume that 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 he was wearing when I started. Uh, I mean, Burn does make it does make the yellow and and blue, the yellow and black look great. Yeah. But um, but no, it's 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 the brown and 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 the tan, if you want to say it, the 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 orangey. Kind of rust color. It's 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 brown. I know that you and Jason have the same opinion. And yes. For me, there's one defining uh, cover that I just absolutely love. Paul and Paul Smith with him running towards you in nope. Rogan background. Nope. Uh, nope. Fail. Nope. Uh, John. Brown. Oh oh, in the sewer. Well, no. Well, that's, oh, that, that's the now. It's my turn. Yeah. It is. It is. <laughs> it, well, it's the next issue. It's the Wolverine takes on the Hellfire Club. Okay. Where where yep. he's where he's you know busting through the the wooden crates, um, effing up the uh, the Hellfire Club yep. guards, and yep. that's in that's in the yellow, blue, and black costume, and yes. so it has always been my favorite one. So perfect, that's great. Yeah, so uh, I know it's just those defining those defining images that I think do it for you. Uh, okay. Um, oh, <laughs> we we forgot Vernson's question. Dear Dap, did you know there would be an Ask Dap segment? That's, yeah, no, I said no, I did not. <laughs> uh, Bob Breedle chimes in. Uh, who do you consider to be the most promising up-and-coming creators right now uh, that you're personally watching and excited about new projects from? Now, this was uh, this was a good one. Um, there, I, I we mentioned a couple of them already. I mean, I, I it's weird. I. There are people who are doing projects or are going to be coming out with projects that I'm very excited about, mm-hmm. but um, but they're not necessarily new or up and comers. I think I, I think it's uh, I wouldn't. I mean, well, okay. Uh, the Harveys Stuart might consider Emelman, Young Gun. <laughs> the, well, see, that's the thing. The Harveys may consider Chris Somney a new talent, but uh, it's um, you know that remi- that reminds me. Um, go vote for um, uh, Adam and Comfort. Love, Adam Withers for, and uh, Comfort Adam Love. Withers and Comfort Love, uh, who've been nominated for for Harvey's, and uh, that they're great people and and really fantastic artists, and have uh, have really kind of toiled through the convention circuit for the last few years, uh, and and are definitely deserving of wider recognition. So yes, go, go vote. Um, I mean the 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 artists that are the creators that I'm that I'm watching. Um, I said Somni. We we mentioned uh, Dennis Hopeless and, and Kevin Mellon before. Um, Ramon Perez. Oh, he's awesome. There are. Which, I mean, you know, uh, uh, the um, was it the Table of Sand? Is that the name of it? The the OGN from Archaea. 
Oh, this, yes, yes, yes. That's yes. in previews this month, which yes. is the, the Jim Henson um, graphic novel that is not Muppets. It's, um, Yay. It is, yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, that's coming out. Ramon's fantastic. Uh, so there are, it's, it's, I don't, I don't know who I could consider a, um, an up and coming creator. Uh, the, um, uh, the artist on the, um, uh, the recent Osborne miniseries, and she's doing the uh, oh, is that Rios. Uh, that was it. Okay, right, Watch right, right, right. Out for this girl because she is damn good. I am loving her stuff. So uh, she's, uh, uh, I believe, a Spanish artist, and uh, man, just I, I haven't, I haven't been like this excited about an artist since I saw like Nathan Fox. It's just like this. Wow. Okay. Really loose. It's it's hard to it's it's like almost like this gooey style of art. It's really. Yes. It's and I mean that in a good way. It's 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 flowing, but it's you know just beautiful brushwork and it just it looks alive. It's very organic looking. It's uh, um, you know, if you're a Paul Pope fan, you're you're gonna see just kind of that um that freeness of form and it. it's beautiful stuff so Rios is someone i'm really excited well then about. i mean the way you're describing it then i'll go ahead and throw um amy reader on the pile sure um and and i mean and uh not not again not not necessarily an up-and-comer because i know he's done work in the past but but stegman i, I think ryan stegman is a oh, fantastic sure. artist and he's got an amazing spider-man issue out this week and um and I think that's fantastic. I mean, and there's somebody else. You know, I mean, he, he's he's doing the uh, the the work for Xenoscope, and it's like, okay, yeah, would I like to see him do Spider-Man? Okay, you know, will that ever happen? I don't know. But now here it is. But um, it's it's funny because um, you know uh, I was on the uh, the Gord cast this past mm-hmm. week with uh, with our buddy Gordy. Gord. Yep. And uh, we were talking about the um, you know that wave of creators that. That came up like Fraction and Jason Aaron and Rick Remender and and these guys that you were really excited about, and now it feels like you know those guys are really established, and now we have this whole new wave like you know like Stegman and Karen Gillan, like Karen Gillan and and you know Chris Somney and and you know this this entire you know and you see like Dennis Hopeless is getting yeah. you know, Marvel work now. And, and so it's like this next wave. Nick Spencer. Of, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, well, no, I, I know. Say, I mean, I, I know how to feel. I would say Scott Snyder. Right. Uh, and, and that's the thing. And that's, okay. You just, yeah. you just mentioned a bunch of, okay, we can say Snyder. We can say Lemire. Um, I don't, I'm, I don't want to turn this into uh, a, a why don't day issue, but, um, you you just ran off a bunch of names that that are going to be doing work for Marvel, and we praised Scott Snyder. and And yes, I I am reading American Vampire now, and and um, I still haven't read the detective stuff. But there's that. There's um and and there's Lemire, who of course we all love Sweet Tooth, and and uh, and and I, I enjoyed the Superboy that I read, and you know, but I don't know. How, especially with now the, the the new fifty two coming in a couple of months, I don't know. I don't know who we can say from. I don't know who we can rattle off from DC and and say you know this. Oh, I, I can't wait to read that book by. Well, see, all right, yeah, you got me there because I mean I'm I'm buying I'm buying Supergirl just for him. Lemire, 
Well, right. Yeah, yeah. Lemire and Snyder, you already got. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, Liefeld? You know, I, I mean, so you're going to... I don't want to get into a Marvel DC. Right. Debate. So, I mean, it's just... I just... I, 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 think, I, think Marvel, I think Marvel has some amazing young artists. And and I, I feel that, that they just do a... And they don't have to because it should be the characters. I think it's CB. I think that I think CB's a hell of a talent scout. Oh, he's a fantastic talent scout. Yeah. But I think Marvel does a a a great job marketing their their talent. You know, they they let you know that hey, Karen Gillan is right. It's Jason Aaron is is writing this next Wolverine story, and 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 Mark Wade now is going to be on Daredevil. That that there's the other one, um, Martin Marcos Martin. I will. Get whatever the hell he's working on. Same thing, and and Paolo what's also awesome is, is exactly. I, I love his work, and I'm going to get them both on Daredevil. And I, um, we can talk about the events real quick. Well, not real quick. Well, but I, I, I tell you what, what. Let's jump down. Um, you just talked about something that Marvel does that you know is good. And Johnny F. Normal wants to know, uh, dear dear Dappy, how the hell are we going to kick the snot out of? Uh, Marvel for throwing Bucky away. Uh, oh man, I know. Well, okay. Spoilers. Okay, spoilers. If you're not reading uh, Fear itself or want to later on, but uh, what's you know, uh, three, two, one. Bastards killed Bucky. I'm, yeah. You know, yeah. They, they didn't have. You know, I guess there's only so many chairs, and whenever the the music stops. Someone is is left standing, and with Steve Rogers back, I guess Bucky was just kind of expendable. I, you know, and and I want to know if, um, oh, you know what, I, I, the, the historian in me wants to know the person who likes reading what goes on behind the scenes to a certain degree. I, I'd like to know if if Ed Brubaker was like, all right, I told the Bucky stories I wanted to tell with him as Cap. I know he's going to have an ending. I mean, maybe is it possible that they were going to kill off a character, but they didn't know it was going to be Bucky until Piss, maybe pisses, they pisses me off because it absolutely does. I, you know, if they had made a Nick Fury with Nick Fury and the Winter Soldier book, God, I would buy that every month. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I, it's, the Winter the Winter Soldier was a great character. Just have him reclaim that that mantle and do awesome espionage stories. So I don't know. It, I guess it leaked out that Marvel, whether they admit it or not, has a plan to kill off a B or C list level character every quarter. So and as, I guess, and, it, I and guess you it was say, Bucky's turn. See, you could say Bucky is a B or C list character, but the person wearing the Captain America suit should not be a B or C list character. Yeah. So I, I wasn't happy yeah, with it. All right. So, so aside from that, how are you liking the event? Fear itself? Uh, yeah. it's okay. Cause I know you were really high on the first issue. And, well, two, really, and, really, and then, okay. So then they killed Bucky. And now it's just like, it's the worst event ever. Hey, I just bought a page from the first issue. That's true. Awesome. You did. So, um, no, I, I really, um, really liked the first issue. Then the second one seemed, uh, it, it it didn't it, what well, yeah it was treading water it wasn't really furthering the story along now the fourth issue things are moving along but it's the it's the pitfall of most events I'm feeling like 
a majority yeah, of the story. A majority of the story is not happening in the main series. Well, I think I think it's the pitfall of a seven issue limited series because um, Siege moved pretty quick. That was four issues. Um, yeah, I think I, you're right. I mean, I know that um, I know that there's a lot going on in the tie-ins, and but there's still. Even at the end, it's like you know to to see Tony Stark's deal with Odin, and and you know what, and and, you know, and I'll go to and Iron I'll, Man. I'll applaud them for doing that because there have been plenty of. Did they do that in that's Final the, Crisis? Well, that's, did they, that, did, that's, did they all, that's the whole point. Is hey, we you just bought this three ninety nine book. But, if you want to find out where this storyline goes, go buy that three ninety nine. But so, book. but so, the, so, so then they can't win because how many times do people say, "Well, how is it that?" Uh, Iron Man can be doing this in fear itself, but then in this issue, he's, he's over here fighting Ezekiel State. Well, you know, so I, it's I don't want to get into the Marvel versus DC debate. I think that Flashpoint is doing a little bit better job of having one story in the main event title now, and, then telling, uh, and then telling some side stories. So we we all right. So so then we're 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 of uh, opposite minds in this because there was um I I I read. Fear itself number four yesterday, mm-hmm. and um, which, which, I, which we were joking uh, called. If at first you don't succeed, no, 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 that was Flashpoint three. Oh, that I, uh, I, I, oh, I oh, oh, I'm sorry, Fear itself four. Okay, um, yes, yes, Flashpoint Flashpoint three was the. That's uh, the. I almost died doing this. We should do it again. That's oh, right. Of course, it'll work. And and there just are need a bigger the, lightning strike. There there are people on the forum who are just are a little. I don't want to say confused, but they're like, okay, so the first bolt didn't didn't work. It almost killed you, but it didn't just work. Needed, so you're going to go again? Bigger, and then, he needed a bigger bolt of lightning. And I don't know if uh, someone said something on the forum where, oh, they, they explain that in the reverse flash tie-in. And it's like, well, wait, why Why are they explaining things in another book? It, at least at least I will say. and, and um, I don't think it was integral to the story. And, and the bourbon's kicking in now. But no, it may not have been. But the uh, at least with fear itself, I know that... Um, I, I I'm getting the feeling that everything is in that book. I know that um, you know I, obviously there are heroes fighting the the big bads in other titles, but this isn't. If I want to see them fight, I feel, I feel like the resolution to every major plot point is taking is being started in Fear itself and being um, wrapped up in other books. No, I think I think it will. I think the battles will take place in other books. Like right now, I I, I read um, Youth and Revolt two and three before we started tonight, and um, and the third issue dealt with the Juggernaut. Now, the Juggernaut is is doing his thing and and kicking ass. I have a feeling when we see the last of the Juggernaut holding the hammer, it's going to happen in the Fear itself main title. I, I think that there's just they, there's there's however many hammers, however many possessed heroes and villains, you can't cram all that in in the main title. So the the main title is is about it's it's still I mean yes it's it's about Thor and Asgard and Odin, but it's it seems to be an Avengers book with the big three with with with, with Tony with Steve and with Thor, and we're still getting that in the main title. So I'm not. I'm not feeling and it's, shit. No, and it's drawn beautifully by, by Eminem, and and there's very cool moments in it. 
I just yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, say, not, I'm not in love with it right. As now. far as Flashpoint number three, I thought I thought the art was great. I, I thought for whatever reason, I know we were kind of. I liked the art in the first issue, but as as you and Jason pointed out, that that Barry seemed to have aged between panels in a couple of scenes. Uh, I thought the art was much stronger in the third issue. I um I do have the Project Superman tie-in, so I'm going to read that just to find out you know what's going on in the, in, in his head. But uh, I I tell you what, the second issue of the uh, Azarillo. Okay, we can talk about that because I mentioned. All right, this is fucked up. It was, it was fucked up. But I, this is what kills me. This is I, I so want to be. Oh my god, I can't believe he did that. But I'm just really, really. That's that's what they did. I have, I have. Oh, the last pant, the last page. No, seriously, because I have no. That was brilliant. I have no attachment to these characters. I met them a month ago. What? I just because I know. What do you mean you might no? You've known them your entire no, life. No, it's because I've known. But how long have they been alive? My entire life. But it's like every time they tell the origin story. Oh, so for for the first three pages they're alive, and then they're dead, and then it's just Bruce. I don't. Well, you could say the same I, thing no, about see, Paul Kent for the majority of the time you've been reading comics. No, thanks to Burn. No, I can't. <sighs> I can say that about Uncle Ben, but see the thing is, yeah, it's uh, there. Uncle Ben, if they if they bring and should we spoil this? Let's spoil. All right, let's spoil this right, too. Three, two. Azrael did something. The Joker is the Joker is Martha, Martha Wayne. Wayne. Yeah, and you, it's drawn so well that. You could go. I went back and I I went back to the beginning. I was like, absolutely, yeah, because it's like, like, oh, well, like Heath Ledger. Yeah, yeah, it was it was Joker drawn as Heath Ledger with the you know curly locks and and all that, and but always hunched over, always wearing the coat, exactly. always in shadows, and so and, and Joker is uh, always thin and frail and lanky, so he's got that 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 woman's body. Yeah, and so at the end, you're like, no, and you go yeah. back and you yep, all the way through. It could be a woman the entire time. So you you find out that the uh, basically Bruce, it was a completely Bruce, fucked up situation. Oh yeah, yeah. Bruce dying as as a as a child the same way that that our um, uh, Martha and Thomas, and Thomas Wayne yep. died in the Batman you know series that we know. It, that's what pushed Thomas into being Batman, but it apparently broke Martha to the point that she became the Joker. And, and it's, it was and awesome. It, okay, it was it was a it was an oh shit moment. Oh, but yeah. it 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 because this it, and I love I love alternate tales. I love mirror universes. I love I, I love Elseworlds. I love what Flashpoint is a, just a big ass Elseworld. Oh, absolutely. And 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 I love it for that because I love alternate realities. But for some reason, I got to that page, especially after what they did to Gordon. Yeah, and I'm like, like I'm like. I, I'm I, so now he's just it, it's only three issues it's not like we've known I have that's the thing I have no it's just like when they introduced Dawn and Buffy it's like I'm supposed to give a shit that she's in peril every fucking week <laughs> I, I just well, I don't I mean that's the thing is that whenever you're dealing with an alternate reality it's like the shock value that that Marvel got with killing Bucky 
I mean, that was, it's like, oh, damn, there's more disappointment on my end. It's like, <laughs> okay. son of a bitch, I really like that character, and I, I feel like they could use him. So, um, so but I hated that. There. Yeah, but, yeah, but in these alternate, alternate universe stories, it's like, okay, they killed Gordon. Well, yeah, you know as soon as, what, uh, September rolls around that Jim Gordon's going to be back in sure. in Batman comics. So it, it's it's not that it's not that same oh no moment, but it's like it's more of a oh damn. Moment. Yeah, no, it is it it and or it it is, and I guess it should hit me more than it is because wow, it's like holy crap. But it it just it it's. It just it hits me in the sense that it's, it's no different than than characters that, you know dying in in Elseworld stories or like Dark Knight Returns or anything self contained. Like right. I mean, because we we we've known these characters or, or or their history for so long. It it is a oh my god! I can't believe that's what he did with this character. But it's just it's it's three issues. We're at the second issue, and it just it it just really for some reason feels to me that that, that Esmeralda is just like I'm just gonna I'm going for broke. I'm gonna throw everything out there and i'm turning everybody's world upside down and and that's great but i just i and i'm i'm cool with being in the minority with this i just i didn't feel the holy shit moment that that everybody else did just because i'm not there's a disconnect just because i haven't been in this world long enough that that's my thing i i have I have an attachment to the marvel universe mainline 616 spider-man more than i ever will or had with, with ultimate, ultimate universe yeah. spider-man I don't and that's okay that, and that's that, what, that you know what at this point you think about them as you should as completely different characters and, and, and so if something would happen yeah. in the 616 title then oh my god that would be huge for me but in this alternate reality that i've that, that that's been around for 20 fucking minutes i i just i'm not yeah. I'm not. Oh my God! You just got to step back and and do it just more for the the entertainment value of it. And I and I thought that I thought as a and, and okay, and that's the other thing. So if if somebody just you know purely hypothetical because we know how these go, if someone new decided to run with Flashpoint and pick up the first two issues of 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 Night of Vengeance, do you think they'd get the holy crap moment just because they might have seen the Batman movies? Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think I think the Joker is enough of a an iconic character. Well, the Joker that, is, but it's yeah, Mar- but Martha. I d- well, I think they've talked about Martha in the series. That yeah, they I, I believe they. I'll have to go back and read, but I, I think. That- and and this is the other thing is just that, and and this is just the the continuity nerd in me. Mm-hmm. I I do not know. I mean, obviously, if it's if it's a. Um, if it's the early stages of Project Superman, then then you know that it's it's after the rocket landed on on Earth and things like that. But In Metropolis, I don't I don't know. Yeah, seriously, I don't know. Um, unless I missed the caption box, I don't know how far in the past Night of Vengeance takes place. In conjunction with with the main Flashpoint title, because yeah, I don't think it obviously no, it, it doesn't. It doesn't because you know you just know that that Batman is now telling Cyborg, listen. I'm part of your team. We're playing by my rules. You know, it doesn't matter what changed my mind, but just know that I'm I'm with you now. But what what's in, another thing that that kind of just I guess drives me with with events and with tie-ins. Fear itself 
all the times are taking place right now with the main title going on. And again, I'm not trying to compare. It's just that you know, yes, same you thing are. with Final Crisis. No, no, no. Because you can go back, <laughs> go back to Final, go back to Crisis on Infinite Earths. Everything that was happening during that year with with Crisis on Infinite Earths, those tie-in issues, whether it was All Star Squadron or Justice League of America, anything like that was happening at the same time. Same thing with Legends. Every week there was a Legends crossover. Same thing with Millennium. Everything was happening real time at that time with the main title. I don't know when anything is happening in these flashpoint tie-ins so again i have a disconnect i have no no feeling you know i don't know if it really matters that much with the with the main series you know the argument i get in with right we're just getting into the yeah i think i think they're all telling their own story and uh you know i think that both companies are doing a pretty good job with scheduling i don't think anything's falling behind everything seems to be you know uh, clicking along really well especially you know fear itself uh all that stuff is is hitting is hitting at the right time it's hard for me to keep up with all of it the only thing i don't like about events are the trade dress i i hated civil war because we only got the uh, even though it was it was a wraparound cover we only had the top half of uh of of all the art of all the civil war minis and 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 the tie-ins and the main title fear itself has this huge ass banner along the top um the uh, the Flashpoint. Well, I can't really complain about Flashpoint too much. Just mostly about the the the, the Green Lantern movie. That's the only damn thing they're putting out right now is Flashpoint. So it doesn't matter. That's hey, true. Um, um, so speaking speaking of Flashpoint, it uh, it does uh, bring up something that I want to talk about. Uh, but would you like to uh, hear another phone call? Sure. Do we have Do we have another one? We have another one. All right. Hi guys, it's Templar from the forums. Um, just really calling to, I guess, kind of share with you or tell you how much fun I'm having uh, reading comic books to my kids at the moment. It is an awesome time um, to, I guess, really to be a comic book fan who has kids um, just because of the, the cool stuff that's out and about at the moment. And, and I'm hoping it's a good time for, you know, for, for kids to be enjoying comics. But um, just really wanted to kind of um, say props to um, Top Shelf for their free comic book day offering uh, this year, uh, which was a, a double, kind of a, like a double issue with two stories in it. And one was called Power Lunch and the other one was called Sketch Monsters. Um, and they're kind of little origin stories uh, for uh, two hardcovers that are coming out in the autumn time. Um, so I will definitely be picking those up. I've read those to death to, to my two kids. My daughter's four and my son's eight. Uh, he'll be eight next week. Um, and, uh, and, and they are absolutely just loving kind of me reading to them both. So my four-year-old is now at a point where she's just, ah, oh, you know, I'm really enjoying all this, all this stuff. Um, so it, there's that, um, Takio, I think we've read that about five times and they're now, you know, reciting lines from the book and stuff and demanding a cartoon, uh, super dinosaur. What a, a ton of fun. And I can only mirror really what Wood said. We need toys. Uh, Axe Cop, fantastic book, such good fun. And, and the kids are loving that. Of course, the Wizard of Oz, um, and, and for the mighty Avenger, tiny Titans, there's just so much stuff out there for, for, for parents to be introducing their kids to um, and totally safe to introduce their kids to. Um, uh, you know, nothing patronizing, just good, good, fun comic books. So just thanks to, you know, all of the creators involved, um, I'm having so much fun reading to my kids and, uh, and hopefully they're enjoying it too as I staple them to the bed. Listen to me read this book. Anyway, um, yeah, I just thought I'd share that with you. So hope everyone's well and I will speak to you all soon. Bye. 
I was just talking uh, Flashpoint, and uh, as I've been reading these, something has been occurring to me that uh, DC, if they're not going to, they should be really close to to understanding the way that they make their comics should be changing pretty radically after Flashpoint is over. That they are going with day and date digital release on yes. on the relaunch. And I think that the reason, you know, we can all speculate that the reason they're doing this is that they're trying to open up their comic book uh, market to a much wider audience. And that is going to be through digital. Well, there's a few things that, that I've been thinking about whenever you, whenever you go to digital that I, I think most people go, well, no, you just, you just put, you know, the comic book out there digitally, you know, they're pirated digital copies and people read those and I can read PDFs on my iPad. Yeah. And, and that kind of stuff. But I was talking with, uh, with Josh Emmons, who's uh, part of the four star studio crew. Ah, yes. He's, uh, he's actually the, the gentleman that uh, developed the, uh, the iPad app for the template. Uh, all publishers yeah. should be following. Absolutely, as far as I'm concerned. For uh, for the double feature comics from Four Star Studios, you can go to the iTunes Music Store and uh, just look for double feature. It is without a doubt the best comic viewer available for the iPad. Period. If you are, I mean, it absolutely is because I mean, it it, it does the job. It you, you can read the comic through it. You can turn the page mm-hmm. and 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 turn the iPad you got your two page spreads but it it goes it goes beyond that especially if you're a, a DVD extras fan yep. I, I, I th- and if you're a fan of maybe oh I don't know Inkers, the process, <laughs> the process. The process. Saying, yeah. you, you can see you can see pencil pages, inked pages, on lettered pages. It's yeah. it's oh my god! You can see the script. You yep. can't. Uh, it's, it's 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 a beautiful setup. It really is. It's something that. All the publishers, and I'm, I'm afraid though that the publishers will go. Okay, here's your dollar ninety nine issue yeah. of of <laughs> the Avengers, but if you want all the extras, here's your three ninety nine version of. Well, it. you know, that's kind of you know what I was thinking is like I would have no problem paying the the cover price for for a paper comic digitally if I had extras if i could see yeah. if i could see just the pencil pages or just the ink or just the the colored and unlettered if i had you know dvd commentary and a script to page which you can do all that and and double feature comics is proving that well what i was what i was thinking about as i'm reading through a lot of the flashpoint tie-ins is that i had read a couple of them that um had like four double page spreads Mm-hmm. That's that's over a third of the comic if you if you think about it. So double page spreads, and I got into a huge argument with Julian on Twitter today about this. But I'm of the opinion that double page spreads do not translate well to to tablets, and we'll just say iPad uh, very well. That it actually goes against what a double page spread is supposed to do, which is you have the page turn, and then you have this huge big double page spread full of impact and and large images and it it's it's all about impact of the moment on that page turn and taking up that real estate and doing something really special and big with it okay we well, read that on a on an iPad 
Well, all of a sudden, the the huge impact of a double-page spread is, ah, shit, it's a double-page spread, which you see at about quarter size because it has to shrink it. Whenever you're looking at something portrait, it shrinks it landscape to about quarter size. So now your impact is, ah, i got to read this now, and yep. it's a quarter of the size. So you have to turn your turn your pad, and then you're reading it a half a page at a time, you know, and you turn back, so you end up, you know, and heaven forbid that the that the storytelling go across the top and then across the bottom instead of on half a page and then the other half. Because if it does that, then all of a sudden you've had to look at a double page spread six different times to read what it's trying to say. So I'm just going out there. I'm saying right now, double page spreads do not work for digital comics. They, they don't. They don't do what they're supposed to do, which is have maximum impact. And Julian will argue with me, but he's wrong. Uh, <laughs> if you want to have the new double-page spread in, in digital is, is going back to the splash page. And you know, it's, it's Gabriel Hardman who said that they have an amazing opportunity because every page can be a reveal page now. And especially ah, if yes. you have a reveal page that is a splash page, that has impact. That has the impact that you're looking for in digital comics. So anyway, my question to to comic book creators and especially DC creators is, are you thinking ahead digitally? Are you thinking ahead that, A, more splash pages, fewer double-page spreads, and the other thing, when I was talking to Josh Emmons, is like they have to be lettered differently. And he showed me the difference between um, a comic book page that had been lettered, you know, traditionally as they are now, and it was hard to read. The font size was really small, and you had to strain to read it. Where he said, "Now here's how I lettered mine," and it was it was a, a world of difference. The the fonts were were much larger. The balloons were much larger. It was much easier to read. It looked better on the screen. And and you know, tip of the cap, it, he said, "It's you think it's manga style lettering." And I was like, manga style? Well, yeah, it's, you know, manga is printed on a much smaller, you know, almost pocketbook size. So the lettering has to be bigger. And that's, I think, something that's going to have to change with the way the comics are done, is that the lettering's going to have to get bigger. Um, you're going to see different layouts. But if the lettering's getting bigger, then it's not just the letter. It's not just the artist. The writers, I think, are going to have to write a little bit more economically because you're not going to be able to get as many words on the page. This is just all the shit I'm thinking about right now with digital comics. You had the ability to, to you had the opportunity to talk to somebody, so I I will take what they have to say. I I absolutely love reading comics on my ipad i have um we have well there have been links on the forum where you can you know find free public domain cbr cbz files from from old comics from the 40s and the 50s uh old phantom lady comics for example and i have comic zeal on my ipad i love it now if i come across a double page spread then yeah i i can either shrink it Turn the iPad, or um, just slide my finger across so that I can see the second page. And then if you something can happens, through. 
and then right so yeah so there are there are times where it's like but and that's the thing i won't know it's a double page spread until i go to flick mm-hmm. or swipe to the next page and then it slowly slides over and then i'm like, oh, okay so there's more to read it's a double page spread so yeah there are um it can be done right but i don't think it's i don't think it's worth it no, I I think I mean, and and if 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 Hardman says you know it's what people should think about doing, and I'm going to take his word for it because he's an artist in the industry. The um, I'm I cannot stand mistimed reveals. I cannot. I mean, Civil War, perfect example. <laughs> yeah. Peter Parker unmasking as Spider Man. They screwed up on the right ad page. You turn the page, and it's like, what the hell? So they completely flummoxed that. Can't stand it to this day. And I don't know. I haven't bought a day and date issue yet. So I do not know if there are ads. I know I know that there are no ads in the um in like the, the free comic book day previews I download from uh from Comixology or the uh the the Secret Origins from from DC that they put out the one or two pages. I know there are no ads with that, so I don't know if there are ads in the books that people buy through Comicsology. I don't think there are, but I don't know for a fact. So you know, I'm sure the. But again, you know, as you're swiping, you know, you don't have the pages in front of you. You're not looking at even if it's not a double page spread, and you don't have two facing pages in front of you. You're still swiping. It still has the opportunity to be a reveal. That's awesome. The um. Yeah, you know, I'd like to see, you know, uh, we we have characters that will jump from panel to panel. Now you have the opportunity to jump from page to page as you're flipping yep. through digitally. You know, what'll be interesting is, you know, all the stuff is going to happen naturally, especially as people switch to reading digitally more than on paper that artists and I think it it might be it might take 5 or 10 years. It might it might honestly really take until the first generation of people that came up reading digital comics are now creating digital comics. And, but it, it will eventually change that people will use the new, the new delivery method uh, to, to really impact the, uh, the medium more. So it's going to, it's going to take some time because they're still, what I'm seeing is that they're still designing for print and that's obvious. And I don't know any other way around it. It's just I think that uh, that companies need to start thinking about about designing for for digital, and it's not just telling the letters to up the point size because you can't just do that because they have to cut down the word counts. Artists have to plan for larger larger word balloons. It's it's going to change. It's going to change the way a lot of people have become comfortable in designing comic pages and writing comics. All right, here's one. And this was, um, I, Oh, oh you're breaking up, man. No, really? No, I'm joking. <laughs> it wouldn't be an episode if we didn't do that though. Well, I, can't do exterminate. Exterminate. I can't do that. I can't do exterminate. <laughs> we could talk about, you know, Dr. Who for a little bit since Jason's not here. Um, <laughs> I, I am becoming a big, big fan of, uh, the illustrated section website. And, I last week I downloaded for free. Uh, this is uh, this is a hundred and ninety-seven page graphic novel. Wow! 
for free. It was a PDF, and Comic Zeal can read PDF, so I have no problem with that. And it's 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 illustrated in landscape, so I mean, you just have to turn your your, your iPad ninety degrees, and, and it's fine for the whole time you read it. But um, I'm I'm scrolling through it right now, and it's 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 by Ryan Estrada. It's called um, Aki or Aki A K I Alliance uh, by Ryan Estrada, who who's a fantastic illustrator. But um, and if you go to uh, I want to say RyanEstrada.com. You can uh, you can download it from there. You can download it, like I said, from IllustratedSection.com. It's um, and it it's working because it's told landscape. It's I mean that's that's the format of, of this particular book. There there have been other graphic novels that I've um, that I've downloaded from the website. They're told in um, in portrait, and you know. Again, though, you run into that problem with a double-page spread. Here, every page is a double-page spread. And, um, yeah, it's kind of like Ruse. Ruse was like that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, it works that way. But there are, there, are, um, there are creators, and I don't know if, if he just felt like telling the story landscape or if maybe you know, the book was designed after the iPad and other tablets were coming out where he figured, you know, well... If if people have tablets, then, then then they can read it like this. It, I think, I think it would. Um, and and if you read web strips, web comics, those are all landscapes because those usually follow the the newspaper comic strip format, which is you know four panels across. So oh, they're they're utilizing um, the screen shape, right? right. So it it's you know I. I just want – we know that, um, I guess, back in, back in, the, in the 60s when, um, you know, if, if DC had maybe, say, 20, 22 pages and they usually told two stories – or even EC, you had like eight pages to tell a story. So you had, you, you had the, a certain amount of, of space – to get to get the story across, to get your point across, you had to cram as much as you could in those pages. So you had the format of 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 as the medium to work in. I I would imagine that that creators are going to have to adapt or or just or create for that medium. Does that mean that um that if if a uh, if a comic book story is 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 carried over to digital that 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 maybe should get rid of double page spreads. I I'm I'm kind of leaning with you. I mean, yeah, you could have. I mean, I I realize that that some artists will do a double page spread because you look at it in the aftermarket, it means more money. You know, you, oh, sure. you have two pages to sell. I mean, that's a hell of a lot better than than, than one page. And and there are times where a double page spread is probably going to be necessary if you have sometimes if you have, sometimes it's important for the story. Yeah, but you know, yeah, if, you have, if you have the legion of superheroes coming at you, you're not going to cram all of them into a uh, oh. in, in, into a panel that that's one of nine on a page. So, so. Sometimes sometimes it's it's needed for full visual effect. But right. the, you know, at the same time, and Vince has talked about it. Is that you can get a lot of impact in a splash page, and just, and you can and, and you can zoom and pinch and and, and expand on an, yeah. on, an, on a tab. I, I, I hate zooming on 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 my iPad. It's if I can't read it at regular size. That well, okay, yeah. I, how many how many times do you do you like really lean into a comic book page? I know? will I, I will tell you. I I you want do you break read? out your magnifying glass <laughs> no, no, no. and you're like. 
Oh, look at the inky look lines. Oh, Kevin Nolan, <laughs> I love you. Well, it's I so do, beautiful. It's, it's to read it. Yes, I want it all on the screen, all on that page. If I want to zoom in and and see, you know, just if every leaf in that George Perez drawn bush is is penciled, yeah, then I'll zoom in and see if, you know, he got lazy and only kind of did a few leaps out of 100. But, uh, <laughs> smart ass, it's, it's the bourbon. It's, uh, you know, so, no, they're, to read the issue, to read now. the book, then I'll... Uh, then I'm fine with what's on the screen at that time. But I want the ability to zoom in and um, and really kind of dissect the art after the fact. Not part of the story, but after I'm done reading the story and I want to see how the book is made. Yep. All right. Well, hey, I um, I got a uh, shout-out. Uh, actually, uh, I think Sal had uh, had found this oh, online and, uh, and had tweeted this uh, from the Around Comics account. And it's from uh, Micah Myers who uh, is an 11 o'clock comics listener, a uh, long time AC listener. And he is, um, he's got an Etsy store and it's uh, etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Micah Myers. And it's M I C A H M Y E R S. And I'll put this uh, in the show notes, but uh, the Etsy store is Michael Myers comic book creations and he sells comic book wallets Ooh. for three bucks. And I think that's $5 after shipping and handling. And uh, uh, I just sent you the link, David, if you want to take a look. Um, basically what he does is take uh, actual existing comic book pages and covers and, um, uh, he covers them in in a, uh, a material that makes them uh, water resistant and, and durable. You know, I, I I don't know if these would you know last twenty years or anything, but they're they're effing cool. Uh, so he makes wallets out of out of comic art, and I ordered a um, uh, a Jack Staff wallet, but he's got ah. all sorts of stuff like Aston- astonishing X Men and Speed Racer and. The Avengers and a really cool, you know, Sandman mystery theater. Oh, oh Spider-Man and Jake the Wolf. Yeah. Oh man, he's got all sorts of of awesome, awesome comic book art that he has turned into wallets. So uh, it's uh, it's definitely something that I would uh, uh, I would uh, take to a comic book convention and uh, up your uh, your geek street cred with uh with a micah myers comic book creation wallet and hey <laughs> they're five dollars so that's uh, and you can order them through paypal and all that good stuff so that's very true. cool stuff what do you think of them that it, it looks pretty bitching i think i uh i think i'm gonna have to get one uh-huh it's it's like it's like ah shit five bucks i gotta get one you know it's like i almost want to get that hulk one for 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 vince and then uh, uh there's got to be a deadpool one in there for for jace and they're pretty much um one of a kind items. Yes, yes, they're all handcrafted. You, yeah, because I don't think. I mean, I don't know if he has. Um, like, okay, this is. Uh, this looks like oh, this is all right. This is John Cassidy. So this looks like it's from Astonishing X Men. Uh, yeah, Astonishing X Men number seven, featuring Colossus, Emma Frost, Cyclops, and Wolverine on the outside. So if uh, yeah, I have a feeling that if this was the only one made from that cover 
because I'm looking at the inside of the wallet is is the ad for the Xbox. So yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> it's from the comic page. It's from the comic page. So yeah, so this is uh, this is a a limited edition, one only, one of uh, one. Yeah, because even on this page it says only one available. So yeah, if you want this one from this issue, you better buy it. All right. Well, I think that's all. I think that's all the shout-outs and mentions I've got for uh, for this episode. I definitely want to thank the the forumites for giving us some uh, some fodder, some some fat to chew on this episode. Uh, appreciate it, guys, for the uh, the the ass dap segment. It was a big seg- <laughs> It was a long segment, David. Oh man, it was good yeah. Stuff, you got uh, you got any other any other shout-outs or uh, or recommendations for folks there? Uh, hopefully we'll be back to normal next week. Yeah, I've had fun though. I had a blast, dude. Don't get me wrong. I just, I'm, you know, this was, I, I can't wait to see the, uh, the, the forum thread for this episode. Oh yeah. Um, there's, uh, you know, I still, I, I still like, I think we, we, we covered the events. We covered a little bit. We, we, we went all over the place. We're talking about our creators that we like. We were talking about our events and, and, and what we like about them, what we don't like about mm-hmm. them. I, I think there were some things here that, uh, and, and probably some threads that we can pick up on in, in the weeks to come when the, uh, we when gotta, the guys finally get off their lazy asses and come back to work. I know we gotta, we gotta let the, 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 the holidayers come back to have something to talk about. That's true. Yeah. You know, You're right. I bet, the, I bet they're together. <laughs> you think he flew him out to Hawaii? It's, it's all it's all a sham. It's it's uh the pictures they've been sending are all it's all a lie. They're they're off together in some cabin somewhere. So, you know, <laughs> I don't want to uh, know. No, wash it away. <laughs> uh I think we're gonna pick up next week uh talking about the tooth, which uh Jason has uh, I know been uh, been chomping at the bit to uh, to talk about. And I tell you what, uh, props to him. I, uh, I picked up the Legion Lost uh, hardcover this awesome. past uh, this past weekend, but halfway through it, and it's 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 fucking sweet, man. Yeah, it's it really good. I might have to. Uh, did the challengers have any more copies? I believe that they do. Yeah, I might have to fly in and grab one. Yeah, there you go. That might be cheaper. Come on in. <laughs> Come on in. I, uh, That's hard cover. You know, I need to. Uh, I need to uh, post my my Stuart Immelman uh, uh, sketch on the on the forum because uh, uh, he showed uh, he showed us all that androids can cry. Oh, uh, oh yes, you put that on Twitter. I saw that. Yeah, he uh, he added to my Avengers Jam piece, and uh, and I didn't even suggest it was uh, uh, Steve, one of the other guys there at the at the store, is a huge Machine Man fan, and he's like, "Oh, have him draw Machine Man." Machine Man was in the Avengers. I'm like, "Okay," and so you know, I asked him, it's "Like, you know, this is my Avengers Jam piece, and if you would like to do a Machine Man, that would be great." And he's like, "Oh, can I think about it for a second? Yeah, uh, so I came back a couple minutes later. It's like, can I do the vision? I'm like, dude, you can do whatever you whatever want. You want you know, like, don't ask you. Know, yeah, Stuart Eminem, why are you asking yeah. me? Yeah, and so he did, he drew this awesome uh, uh, sketch of the vision like bawling. It was hilarious. That's awesome. So, awesome. My awesome. sons. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's uh, remind everyone that uh, once again that this episode of 11 o'clock comics is brought to you by discount comic book service that's right go to dcbservice.com and order all of your comics for 35 to 75 percent off the cover price uh don't forget that uh, if you wanted to check out all of the 52 
titles in DC's massive relaunch. You can do so at 50% off. That's uh, all yours, all 52 titles for seventy nine seventy four shipped to you. Uh, don't forget uh, our uh, our buddies, uh, Dennis Hopeless, Kevin Mellon. Uh, Wellstruck comes out uh, in, uh, this is all for September, right? Yes. So, but order now, order in July for September. And yep. uh, man, all the, uh, all the Halloween stuff I saw, the Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors is in there. Uh, there's, uh, some, uh, Jodorowsky, uh, techno or not, not techno priest, the meta barons, uh, they're doing humanoids is doing another slipcase deluxe presentation, just like they did with the, the ankle. So, uh, the meta barons is in there. It's a little bit, it's 125 bucks cover price, but, uh, off check out with the, uh, the DCBS prices on that, but, uh, all sorts of good stuff this month. So, uh, David, I, it was nice, man. I would, we need to do this more often. Seriously, yeah, they need to go away again more often. Yeah, maybe I can read some more Marvel and I can just uh, come on to Marvel Noise. Oh, there you go. I would like that. This is nice. All right, that's this cool. Nice. I enjoy it. It was I, I, it, so rarely that you and I just get to sit back and, and, and chit-chat like this. You're right. That's You're right. right. I enjoyed yeah. it. I, I did it. too. Big time. Well, uh, I tell you what, so let's wrap it up. Uh, we should have, are we going to have the, the full compliment back next week? Is everybody going to be? I do believe so, yes. Okay. Uh, the, the boy comes the boy, back. The boy will be back. And, uh, and I believe Vince comes back this weekend. And uh, I don't know if it will be our usual night, but yes, we will all be back next week. All right. And, and hopefully, uh, everyone out there forgives me for not being Vince this week. Uh, no no one no one can be all right david in your travels oh man what you got oh yeah no that's why i threw it over to you oh well then i was gonna say uh you know what i'm going to i'm i'm gonna piggyback on jason last week because i started avengers the children's crusade and it is oh it's you son of a bitch fantastic oh it's yours too yeah well, I, I, we'll, we'll throw some throw some more bones to the boy because i'm six issues in and See, you're, uh, okay i just started the third uh, oh my god it's good it's really, yeah, <laughs> yes, it's, dude. It's really good it's and he's right it, it's it's changing it's changing the landscape of the marvel universe and yeah. uh i think whenever it's all said and done uh that that it'll be it'll be one of those uh one of those series of people like what what happened to that and i think that the trade on this will will probably do uh, uh gangbusters it's 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 the young avengers it's the best young avengers since um yeah, the young first avengers. time around yeah, yeah yeah no it's it's great the art is gorgeous and the the kids are not annoying me yeah. because i know that i can have uh have a problem with young teenage or young Kid heroes, although I didn't have that problem with Power Pack, I did not have that problem with late teen, new teen Titans. But uh, for some reason, I get annoyed with 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 teen heroes, and uh, but but not so much here. And and even uh, you know, I, I just the the appearances, not even cameos, but the full on appearances by other Marvel characters. Um, it's it. There are a couple things, and, and I'll wait for Jason to come back where we can like maybe take it apart later as as I read further into the book, and and you're you're pretty much caught up with them. But uh, yep. uh, there there are some things we're just kind of straight. I, I have my nitpick hat on, but uh, <laughs> overall, I mean, I, you you can't knock the art. It's just it's it's gorgeous to look at. But uh, no, it's it's not. This isn't 
this isn't the type of mini that, that you could read and go, okay, it, it, it's not, I'm going to be very, very disappointed if everything, if, it, if this is a sitcom miniseries where at the end of it, at the end of the nine issues, everything is back to the way it was. And Patrick Duffy steps out of the shower. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's, no, it's, it's, um, but no, it's, no, it's, it's, no, I think it's, I think it's going to stick. I think it's going to yeah. stick. And it's, I mean, and it is beautiful. Jimmy Chunk's awesome. Yes. Um, um, well, I tell you what, I do. I do have one. Uh, in your travels, uh, pick up from Fanographics Books. It is from the amazing Jason. He of the anthropomorphic uh, characters, uh, as in uh, I killed Adolf Hitler. Uh, the West Bank Gang is another one of my favorites. Well, this is the Isle of a Hundred Thousand Graves, and it is the first uh, graphic novel of his that he did not write. He did all the art on. Oh so wow! He's, uh, uh, it's kind of like the uh, Queen and Country declassified that Anthony Johnson wrote. So it's still Jason, but he's letting someone else pen some stories for him. And uh, I'm going to dig into it tonight. I've heard great things about it, and uh, it's uh, it's more good stuff from Jason. So the Isle of a Hundred Thousand Graves from Fanographics Books and retails for fourteen ninety nine. All right, cool. I'm glad, I'm glad we got some indie stuff in there. This yeah, week. I got to go. You know, indie cred. <laughs> yeah. Woo-hoo. All right, David. Thank you so much. Thank you, dude. All right, and uh, and everyone, we will be back again next week, and let the other two guys talk. Yay! Yay! Say bye. <laughs> bye, bye, guys. What a criminal, once again, back is the incredible Rhyme animal, the uncannibal Thief, public enemy number one My folks said freeze, and I got numb Can I tell them that I really never had a gun But it's the wax that determined it to fun Got it, got me in a cell, put my records they sell Cause a brother like me said, well There are a couple and I think you want to listen to What it can say to you, what you ought to do is follow For now, how are the people say Make a miracle, deep the lyrical Black is back, all in, we're gonna win, check it out Yeah, y'all, come on, here we go again Turn it up Cause the beats and the lies are so dope Listen for lessons, I'm saying it's our music That the critics are blasting me for They'll never care for the brothers and sisters Why cross the country has us up for the war We got to get them straight Come on now, they're gonna have to wait Till we get it right Radio stations like question their blackness They call us a black, but we'll see if the play this Turn it up Bring the noise The crowd runs to me, my DJ is warm, he's next, I call him Norm, you know He can cut a record from side to side, so with the ride, the glide, so be much safer than a suicide So control beat is the father of your rock and roll Music for what you for which and you call a bad man Making a music, a music, but you can't do it, you know You call them demos, but we ride demos too What you gonna do, rap is not afraid of you Beat us for Sonny Bono, beat us for the Run the MC for city, DJ could be a band Stand on his own feet, get you out your seat Beat us for Eric B and LL as well, hell Wax is for Anthrax, still like your rock bell Ever forever, universal and will sell Time for me to exit, terminate